Riverdale Rewind, brought to you by Scott Clark Toyota. Hey everyone, <laughs> I'm Jess. And I'm Nomi. And this is Riverdale, Riverdale Rewind. Rewind. Live from Scott Clark Toyota. Finally, we're, we're out here. Live from a Toyota actually. Yeah, we're inside one of their yeah. brand new cars. Yeah, we're in a 4Runner. Ooh, so fancy. This is really cool. It took us a little bit to set it up so that you could actually see us in it, but this is awesome and we like we we're picking ones that we personally wanted. Right? So yeah. how comfortable are you? 1 through 10, 10 being the most comfortable. Oh, I'm very comfortable. I'm way more you know, like I have a Honda Civic, which Scott mm. Clark also sells Hondas too. Right. But um I've never been an SUV person, but I really like this one. It's very comfy. It's easier to get into cuz I'm getting very old. Well, you know, time. let's be real. Maybe it's time to get a new vehicle. It is. So we're already here. Maybe my parents can get me one. Well, we got so the paper. <laughs> we have the paperwork ready to go. We'll just sign yeah. your name. I know. We should have Carson go get us a vehicle. Carson, can you uh, go sign some paperwork? Like <laughs> a vehicle. Thanks, bud. Put it on your tab. <laughs> Carson's here live from Scott Clark Toyota. Help so if you're help. wanting to set up any service appointments or just get more details, you could do so at scottclark.com. Oh, look, you can see the car we're in right there. Ah. I forgot they had this shot. Yeah, so check it out. Check it out. Ah. So if you want to look as cool as Nomi and I, good luck. But you could get a Toyota. <laughs> good luck. Uh, dream big. No, I'm kidding. But you can get one of these awesome Toyotas and check out the showroom. There's a lot going on. So we're, oh, that guy dropped a paper. Sorry. <laughs> I'm glad that you picked it up, sir. Yes. We're at um, 13,000 Independence, uh, East Independence in Matthews. So if you are in the Charlotte area, Matthews area, or you just would like a, to come to a really nice place to pick out your new car, drive on in because... Sorry. Oh, we're, we're hearing our own podcast <laughs> back. Well, that's good. It's working. Um, but they also have a bistro. And I won't stop talking about the bistro because I'm really hungry and I'm excited about it. Because <laughs> we always do this during lunchtime. Yep. So, I mean, we're always hungry. We're always hungry. So, thanks to Scott Clark and friends for having us out. Yeah. We're having a great time. So, um, last night's episode was the season finale. finale. Oh, okay, overall, what was your overall feeling about the episode so you know i my boss was not pleased with it and i was like you know i thought it was it wasn't as action-packed as last week and i feel like they probably could have used a second another episode or right like a, a two-part finale um last week's episode was like crazy and, yeah it was mind-blowing it yeah. was like just constant yeah but but i wasn't disappointed i was Here's the thing. I watch a lot of our CW shows and a lot of the superhero shows wrap everything up in a bow with maybe just a little tidbit for next season. This really was like, no, we're we're continuing into season three. We're not wrapping everything up pretty. Mm -hmm. We're gonna set you up for season three. It's not like these characters who are in jail will never go, will never be back. People mm -hmm. are like, it's people to die. So it's. I thought I wasn't displeased with it. Mm -hmm. I don't think of every finale has to be like crazy go nuts but that's a mm -hmm. homestar runner reference yeah. <laughs> crazy go nuts um i was disappointed in you were? it okay. i was i'm gonna go inside with your boss i was disappointed with it yeah um i i felt like it wasn't a finale it was just a regular episode and that last week's episode should have been the finale well okay yeah. like and i get that they're setting it up for season three i totally get that but 
when I watch a season finale, I want like mind blowing stuff because I want to end it on a good note. You know what I thought was annoying about the whole thing because I think it's a cheap trope to do in TV was the and I didn't read it as a dream the grave site right mm-hmm. and, and so I did not read it as I even at the end I was like oh that must be Fang's uh, grave and then right. I saw the Fang's was not dead and I was like what did I miss. I missed mm-hmm. a lot. I was also like multitasking while watching it. So I live tweeting. Yep. So I missed things, but um, I thought that was a cheap trope to do. It was almost like pandering to the audience because Riverdale, you know, it does have a wide demographic. Mm-hmm. A lot of viewers are younger, but it was like pandering to a young demographic to be like, oh, this jugend dead. No. And I did not like that they did that. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a cheap shot. Yeah. I mean, I think everybody knew, though, that Jughead was not going to yeah, go anywhere. Come dead. on. It's Jughead. Yeah. They cannot do Riverdale without Jughead. So um, I get why people were nervous about it. And maybe it's just people that are young and inexperienced. <laughs> I don't know because well in the Riverdale fan group Riverdale TV show discussion group shout Mm -hmm. out to all you Um, they I kept seeing posts of people saying he's not dead stop it yes yeah people don't they knew he wasn't Mm mm-hmm well, you would hope so, but you kind of never know with Riverdale, though. I the never band. know. So, but you bring up uh, Jughead Jones. Let's get into the Jones family. Okay, let's get right on into them. So, Jughead um, survived his brutal beating. Right. Like, mm-hmm. with bells on. I mean, I don't know how. <laughs> he was quite fine after that. And he looked mm-hmm. like half. If we were thinking he was dead and for him to be just walking around this episode, mm-hmm. that was a little stretch of the imagination. So I think they could have gotten away with having a second um, epi- an episode in between. But right. with the Jones family, so we find out that, that the, they're going to move on. Yeah. Well, FP is retiring from being a serpent. He wanted to move to Toledo, which is a really random area. Also, we'd like to know how close Toledo is to the actual Riverdale because mm-hmm. none of us know where Riverdale is. Right. <laughs> well, the reason why he wants to move there is because that is where Jelly Bean and Mrs. Yeah. Jones yeah. is at. But is it close so, to Riverdale? No, I think it's completely we way far away. Um, the retirement, yes, a huge deal. Because um, now he's actually retiring, unlike last season where he only had retired. Right, exactly. So, and a possible new job opportunity for him uh, running the cocktail uh, speakeasy of Pops yeah. is now surfacing. Um, but retiring but making Jughead the leader of the serpents and actually there is this huge thing going all over social media is okay there? and I want to I want to get your thought on this okay okay there Jughead and Betty are hanging out in the room the five seasons or whatever yeah. it is champagne obviously they champagne got lucky right? and everything when he asked her will you be the queen of the serpents was that a proposal? I, that's what I was wondering too. But if there ain't no ring, there ain't no proposal, Jugs. Yeah, he so didn't get down so. on one knee, but everybody knows that she's already a serpent. I don't think so because wasn't Alice a queen? Yes. And she was not married to FP or any serpent. Mm-hmm. So, and she wasn't even like full blown serpent, was mm-hmm. she? So, no, I don't think it was. Because he but also mentions, right, she, he also mentions. You don't have to say yes right now. Mm-hmm. Take time. So you don't think it's a proposal? I don't think it's a proposal. A lot of people are thinking it was, but it's 50-50. But yeah. 
Mm -hmm. As you can see, if you're watching this live, you can also watch Harry and Meghan a love story special presentation <laughs> Friday, 8, 7 central from Charlotte CW. <laughs> Carson <Stop>. Graphics. <laughs> We'll switch to this one. Carson made the graphic. He's really excited about the royal He's wedding. He's really into it. He's just throwing it in like we can't get him to stop talking about the royal wedding. He's not even listening. You can't make me laugh this hard when I need to pee. I also, don't wet the night bar. Again, we're live. It's Scott Clark Toyota and make, the Runner. And make sure you keep... Uh, WCCB Charlotte's a Twitter account handy for live royal wedding updates. Yeah, and I want to know how many people have otherwise done a podcast in a car. <gasps> hmm. Not many. You Probably can see not. us. Hi. Hi. I want to beep it. Do it. <laughs> I think do it. I don't know. I feel do it. I feel do it. Do it. Just beep it. We'll do it. For, no, I don't want to. <laughs> do it. Do it. At the end. We'll do it at the end. Don't do it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid. Um, okay, so the the Serpents, essentially Sunnyside Trailer Park, has been um, burnt down. And I keep wanting to say Sunnyvale Trailer Park mm -hmm. was a different show. Trailer mm -hmm. Park Boys. Um, Sunnyside Trailer Park burnt down mostly. They were offered asylum on the north side. The ghoulies have kind of taken over. Um, mm -hmm. What? Where do you see the Serpents next year? I see them still like together. I think they're actually growing and there's actually a new wave of newbies. I mean, look at what was the first job that Jughead did. Mm -hmm. Get another serpent, which was Cheryl, which by the way, she didn't earn that position because she didn't dance. She didn't dance, which is fine by me. So <laughs> I want to know where they are getting so many of these jackets. Like who, where's the serpent jacket factory Right. where they're making so many of these. And then you can see, I think this is the shot. Yeah. Where the whole, they all put them on in protest. Mm -hmm. I, did, was, I did think that there was a lot of kind of just like tropes and like gimmicky stuff in this episode. Like it was, it was cheap writing to me. Mm -hmm. Do better. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, and as you can learn, you can stream stream more on the CW app. <laughs> or you could just download the WCCB Charlotte CW app, too. Mm -hmm. What? Um, but the White Worm mm -hmm. now is uh, owned well, by somebody else. And that's where all the serpents were actually living for a while. So, I don't know how big the White Worm was. I thought it was just a bar. It was. And that's why they were all crammed in there. They were eating out of cans. Um, yeah. They were all living there because of the trailer park. So, it was a strategic plan. Like, as Hermione told Veronica, Hiram wanted the White Worm. It was the final piece of his puzzle. I think they've got something more going on than a person. Why did Mrs. Lodge do Her. that? Well, I think she's... She, do you think she's turned on her husband? Like, I think she is she's on his side but because she's a mobster's wife mm -hmm. she knows that she needs to have something going on the side and have a safety net yeah so when things may or may not work out with mr lodge because she she knows that he is very evil yeah and two-faced and that will do anything to help him out so she needs to make sure that she's taken care of too yeah and in turn she's helping veronica her daughter so it's almost like two against one and veronica is i would say most dangerous lodge of them all because she's fearless that and plus she has good in her too where hiram is just all evil um do you think she takes after more of her dad or her mom well i think she takes after them both but i think she takes after her dad's cunning but she 
because she also she can knows to play both sides. So I think that makes her a little bit more dangerous mm-hmm. than just the mom. Um, but the so I thought it was well I thought it was interesting that um, that Hermione would choose her election time to turn on him because I would think maybe she would think she needed to use Hiram to mm-hmm. finally win um, and as you do see in the episode Hermione does win the election but then she kind of almost teams up with Fred Andrews right well she she did the most correct thing to do politically correct thing to do and congratulate him too mm-hmm. saying that he ran well that is a fair game and I don't think McCoy kind of expect that yeah. because she was like she smiled at the fact that she came over to say hey you did a great job um ex-mayor mccoy who uh, is just representing it's like petty peabody and mary mccoy are the only two lawyers right of riverdale area <laughs> right exactly <laughs> which i thought it was kind of funny um you're seeing a lot of her in this episode and i think she's going to be playing a huge role in season three i think they were i agree with you I think they were setting her up to help Archie's defense. So mm-hmm. if, if you see at the end of the at the end of the se- at the end of the episode last night, um, it all culminated with Archie saying to Hiram, "Like I will get you on all of the counts that you were guilty of," and which uh, boy, don't mm-hmm. do that. But he is naive. And then you see that Hiram talking to his band of henchmen, saying, mm-hmm. "Like we've got a plan in place." to take down their friendship don't worry and how do you feel about the new squad the new evil squad by the way i was unsurprised by who it was right that's how i felt um Mm -hmm. but i also think i I still have more questions about the blossoms but we'll get to the blossom family Mm -hmm. um but i think that um archie kind of like dug his own grave by coming at hiram like that i don't think that's how you deal with Hiram. with like smashing the knife into the desk yeah and but like a drop in that scene where archie is now confronting um, Mr. Lodge and telling him he's going to take him down and he's going to make sure that justice is served. When Archie walks away, you notice that Mr. Lodge is a little shooken up. He's a little nervous by that. Yeah. So I think that he, but knowing the Lodge family, I feel like the plan, so what Lodge ended up do, doing is pinning the murder of Cassidy Bullock, who is the creepy guy at the, when they're at the lake house, which I guess that explains why they had that lake house episode. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like when that guy was murdered, Lodge was like, okay, we have to save it and plant evidence on him just in case I need to use oh, it. Oh, see, I disagree. Do? I don't think Mr. Lodge remembered that or even thought about that angle until Archie brought that up I feel like he had it him. in his pocket. Like, I feel like he's he's always watching his tracks mm-hmm. like i feel like a real mobster does that i can think of somebody yeah. else who's in powerful position that probably does <laughs> things like that um but i feel like he. who, who are you I talking about <laughs> I, think, I just have to google it but i think that probably he always has a backup plan and mm-hmm. i feel like because this kid is kind of a hothead wild card and i feel like he was probably like i need a plan b because I don't know how far I can trust him. Mm-hmm. Um, so but I he was trusting thing, him. I do, but I think that whole bit. thing was a setup to just. I think the whole thing might have been a, a setup to just make sure he had a backup plan he and to make sure him. that his wife wins mayor or well whoever, whatever side he's rooting for, or wanting to win mayor would win mayor. Yeah, um, yeah. 
So I wasn't surprised. <laughs> I wasn't surprised. I would the, the most anxiety I had the whole episode was when they when Hiram said to the group, well, I have a plan in place to dissolve the friendship. And I was like, are they not going to like bomb the school or something? Are they like, mm-hmm. were you getting like that at all? I thought he had some kind of ties with the principal and that's why he something. was making yeah. the principal, um, get rid of the South side students. And that's one of the reasons why Archie was like, how many jackets do you have? And making everybody wear them. Yeah. Um, so I felt like that was a good tie in and the principal didn't know what to do when Archie's like, well, then we'll all walk. Yeah. I well, but I think at the very end scene, and when they're showing all the different people in the, um, like the like the, the audience, uh, yeah, the audience, like it wasn't a pep rally, but the we're auditorium, or, yeah, mm-hmm. Archie. When they're showing each friendship and like each person, I was like, oh, I'm freaked mm-hmm. out a little bit. So, I thought it was going to actually, to be honest with you, I thought at that moment the, he was looking at the black hood and the copycat black hood. Yeah. And he was in, and like you said, there was going to be some kind of massacre, and which yeah. I'm very happy that they didn't go in that direction. I because, know. because, I mean, that's already a sensitive topic to begin with right We're now. Awesome. We're too bright again. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I think that would have been distasteful mm-hmm. for the writers to do that. So I'm glad that they did not but does that that feeling i think like everybody else they felt the way we did does that give us a clue that the copycat might be mr lodge so okay let's talk about the black hood because I, i would say my what the pops moment in the episode was how um uneventful the reveal of this of the second black hood is i think the black hood storyline kind of like fizzled yes i mean clearly yeah. that's not the black hood yeah the so second black hood that's clearly last not. episode hal cooper uh says he is mm-hmm. i almost think i think maybe he did one or two things but i feel like he's just deranged and wants to be mm-hmm. kind of like remember that guy who like they arrested from thailand because he said that he killed john benet years mm-hmm. ago and he was just like the creep that wanted it just to followed the investigation the yeah super weird mm-hmm. so i th- okay from how it's like I always thought that the black hood might be more than one person I also thought that the Hiram Lodge might be behind it or the Blossoms I wasn't wrong really it sounds like Hiram Lodge working with the Blossoms was behind the copycat one to take out Fred Andrews um but I don't understand how it could start with that and then go into Hal Mm -hmm. well no so I guess did it start with Mrs. Grundy Yes, it did. Mrs. Grundy, and then Hiram saw that as a choice to use, like, a uh, way to use a black hood to take out Fred Andrews. Mm-hmm. Um, did I, you think it was Tallboy, though? Like, no, I don't think that it was Tallboy, and I think that's completely set I up. Think, I, yeah, I, I think, think that whole else. copycat scenario about him finding who it is and all that, I think that is all BS. I think the original black hood was hell, and I have said that from the beginning. I think it's hell. Um, I also have said that that was way too easy of a storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that they haven't picked out the copycat because clearly the copycat is out there. Um, I think. I think it's a henchman. Yeah. I think for the Black Hood that it's hacked. Now I don't know if there's more than another Black Hood. I think maybe there could be more than one copycat, but the person that attacked the Andrews, mm-hmm. I think that was Mr. Lodge. Okay. Well, that night he yes. was too big, though. And, and the, he had those same but green the eyes. reason why I thought that is because um, he saw like the way Mr. Lodge reacted to Archie mm-hmm. in his office. 
that's the first time we've ever seen him a little nervous. Yeah. And I don't know if he knows, oh, Archie's actually really strong. He's not going to give up. He's going to run after. Remember when Archie burned the book of, like, facts about him? Yes. That annoys me. <laughs> I'm annoyed by that. But, <laughs> oh, Archie's stupid, but he's supposed to be. Um, right, but he even admitted in the episode that he took full advantage of what his mindset was. Yeah. I think Hiram got nervous because he knows this is the one person that could and be, would be willing to take him down mm -hmm. and would have enough backing by people to help. I don't think it was Hiram, though, because I thought that the person was too big and he had green eyes and he apparently was the same person who's... I think it's just some random henchman. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure we'll ever know who it is, but I don't think it was Tallboy. I think he just wanted Tallboy out of the picture. Mm -hmm. um, so he used that as an easy... Go. But I, I also want to talk about why is it that anytime there's like an evil, somebody who you're no, not sure is evil, but you think they're evil, like the Sheriff Minetta, I want to know why they're always eating an apple with a knife. Yeah. <laughs> Did you notice they, that? And I think it's because it deals with the knife and cutting of the skin yeah. and the crisp. Yeah, but would you eat an apple with a knife? I chop it up with, I can, I mean, I you know. So I'm not like... I, the only reason why I don't eat it like a regular it's apple because I don't want it like all over my face. Yeah. That, I mean, I get that too. So I chop it up, but I mean, I don't go get all my teeth, but yeah, I don't like sit around maniacally eating it with knives. No. Although maybe I should start. Yeah. And um, then people will be terrified of you. Uh, what do you think is the future for Hal Cooper? I don't know. I feel like his story is not done. His story is definitely I, not. I hate, I don't want to say this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say it. Okay, say because, it. But I don't want to. So I don't want you to say it. I think Let's he's going end. to be let go. I think he's going to be let free. I think maybe on an insanity defense. I have a, I have a big question about the Cooper family, though. We saw that Polly was back. Yes. So, can I say the darkness that Batty feels is inside of her mm -hmm. and she's terrified of mm -hmm. actually lives inside Polly. Also, you mean? And that's why she had to go No, to I feel like, like Betty thinks she has a darkness, but it's not the darkness that she's afraid of. Uh -huh. That darkness lives inside Polly and that Betty really doesn't have much of a darkness. She just thinks she does. She's just more afraid of Polly, you're saying? No, that of oh, the but, darkness but that, yeah, she's... Betty's terrified of having this darkness inside of yeah. her. Okay. Well, that darkness she's scared of, she actually doesn't have. That darkness lives inside Can Polly. You say it one more time. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. I get what you're saying. I my question about Polly is: is her creepy friend? Or I'm saying creepy. Is her special friend that cult um, following friend? Is it Chick? Where'd Chick go? He's still alive somewhere. He's still alive. We didn't wrap that up. Nobody yes. mentioned that. He's but still alive what somewhere. What if that was her friend? Or maybe they'll introduce it. I was. I thought they might even say, she said him. And I was like, what if it's Sabrina? But, okay, a couple of things. She doesn't like Chick because they've met. She thought oh, he was creepy right. and all of that. She didn't, she didn't want Chick anywhere near her Chick babies. Is still out there, though. Okay. Mm -hmm. Second of all. I wish it was Sabrina, but she said he. He said he, yeah. And second of all, they did make it clear, the creators made it clear that there's not going to be any kind of reference of Sabrina. Maybe it's the cat, her magic I would cat. love that, though, because <laughs> we were all expecting that. Yeah. 
Well, well, that's uh, they set up a new character introduction for next year, mm-hmm. which is cool because I, you got to keep characters coming in. I do show. think, though, that Polly's still angry at her mom for sending her to the sisters, mm-hmm. and so she probably is trying to set her up to get poisoned or something. Oh interesting but alice does have some kind of like powers or whatever and she has serpent blood yeah so i don't think polly is going to make it i think polly's going to die next season you do yes. you've just been trying to kill off polly <laughs> like every every episode and then i think polly's gonna die and polly's gonna die um i want to yeah i think there will be more of a storyline with the the cooper family next season do you want to talk about the blossom family yes let's do that i'm a blossom wanted a brothel that's her thing. She is That's some... Her, that is her hobby. Sexed up mom. She sure is. Um, so she... You I promised the, me a brothel. He me a brothel. He's probably like, ma'am, you know, I need you to take a seat with the brothel. Cool, like, cool your like, boobs. Gonna, did you say cool your boobs? Yeah, cool your boobs. I can't say the other word. Uh, <laughs> cool I your boobs. jets. <laughs> jets. Sweater yeah, puppies. I don't think that is an interchange. <laughs> That's funny. Cool your sweater puppies. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) He means that. I think he means that. And also, is he? What is he trying? Is he trying to turn um, Riverdale into like like a casino type like resort? Well, he wants to get into the maple syrup game. I think that's a lie. I mean, how big is that game? I mean. To be able to bring a lot of money in. a drug running company. Right. And when they said that, even even Ronnie's like, I know that game. Like, what, you're going to get into heroin now? Like, that makes no sense. Or whatever it is, the jingle jangle. Jingle jangle, yeah, heroin. And I like that Ronnie is saved today. Um, Yeah, so the Blossom family, but we never tied up the storyline with with Clifford Claudius. I don't. I still don't think that's Claudius. No, that's Clifford. I, I think it's another blossom. But Ooh, obviously, yeah. they're not telling anybody because even Penny Peabody's like, oh, like brother, like brother. Yeah, and I think that um, I thought it was funny how Cheryl had her grandma take custody, but they also had her have say the line, and I'll be her youthful ward. Yeah, exactly. Like, Nana can't take custody of her shoes at this point. Like, yeah, Nana's old, so. Um, I, at least Cheryl is free. I think she does fit in better with the serpent crowd. I admire her use of red. I like that when they were trying to sneak away at night, she wore a bright red cloak. Yes. Also, mm-hmm. uh, so we find out that the Blossoms, her mom and her uncle, are living in the barn. Yes. Okay. And you look into the barn, and it's, it's it was- so pretty inside and so, like nicely decorated uh-huh. like they're not just li- I thought they were going to be like tied up or something yeah. and then you look inside and they have like a really nice table and a chandelier and I'm like this is very blossom yeah it, at first it took me a couple rewinds to see that that was Hiram I thought it was some random other person oh really yeah uh, um, I sit kind of far from the TV though because it's not good for your eyes kids but I was like I sit like straight up close like you know like this <laughs> um, again, if you're just tuning in, we are live from Scott Clark Toyota at 13,000 East Independence Boulevard in Matthews, North Carolina. Check it out. Look at all the cars. So fancy. We're in this one. Beep, beep. Uh, I think the camera froze, but that's what we, that's an accurate representation yes, of what we look like. This is this um, what it did look like. It's what we did look like if we were not moving, um, but that's okay. Um, 
Yeah, so the I think the Blossoms family will develop more because that storyline was so big last year. Mm-hmm. We didn't do a ton with them this year, but so I think we're going to cycle back into it next mm-hmm. year. Maybe not so much with the lodges, maybe like the players in the mm-hmm. in that lodge the, uh, family. The heroes I think we're going to see next year are going to be FP. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fred Andrews. Managing a speakeasy. <laughs> yes, Fred Andrews. Maybe like dot 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 will let us shoot there. Maybe. They're a speakeasy. Um, and Sheriff Keller. Mm-hmm. And Mayor or ex Mayor McCoy. Here's a question though: Speakeasies, you're not supposed to know about them or talk about them. No, but we have speakeasies all now over Charlotte, and we know about yeah, them. Yeah, now it's just they're calling bars speakeasies. Yeah. I, I mean, can I call my, my porch a speakeasy? Like, sometimes I drink out there and... Yeah, but you need a password to get in. Yeah, or, like, me to let you in. Yeah. You're not going to. Um, derailing. Okay. <laughs> derailing because I'm hungry. This happens every episode. We should just so, eat while we do this. I'm really excited. One part, before we start, like, wrapping this up. Yes. One part I'm so, so excited about was... Wait, I think I can predict it. Oh! Okay, do it. Go. Am I yes! right? Yes, <laughs> the relationship between Moose and, and Kevin. Kevin. I uh, this made my heart so happy. Look at he's even look at Kevin's face. He's even smiling. That's cute. So cute. But I hope he just isn't playing him because of Midget's death. It's not fair. But what about um, Joaquin? Because he's kind of back in the picture too. But he, Kevin doesn't know that he's back. He doesn't gotta commit. Now I think maybe Kevin is going to be in a love triangle being like, who do I decide to go with? Oh, maybe the new... I'm hitting my microphone. I'm sorry if that made a noise. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if maybe the new like farm friend that Polly has, maybe he could be a love interest for Kevin. No. No cult love interest. I think that'd be an interesting storyline. He's going to be like, here, drink this Kool-Aid. Yes. Drink this Kool-Aid and be part of the family. The future of Archie is at stake. And what... Do, do you, how long do you predict he'll be in jail? Uh, half a season. Half a season. In in the flash, when he gets in jail, it's usually like an episode, two episodes. No, I think it's going to be a half a season because there has to be a lot of detective work. Yeah. A lot of savior. Saving. Saving. <laughs> like, saving. Are you done with the sentence? <laughs> a lot of saving. So I, I do think Fred Andrews, FP, Sheriff Keller, and McCoy will team up and they will break it down and make sure that... He gets out of jail, obviously, because Archie can't be in jail. Maybe does he then find out the truth about Hale being the Black Hood? Because they're both in jail. They're going to yeah. be spending time in the oh, right. backyard. Jail yard. They won't be mates. They won't be sailmates because it looks like Hale is away from everything else. Do you but sailmates? Sailmates. Sal- yeah. Oh, I heard it was like. When did you get southern? Uh, they won't but fail, they'll be outside together around the same time, or in the lunch room, or whatever. Okay. So maybe they're gonna fight in the yard. So maybe they find out the truth behind the black hood. They're gonna find out some some things. Some mm-hmm. things will be found out in jail. There you go. We'll have a whole new set. 
So this has been a pretty good season of Riverdale. It rarely ramped it up from last season, mm-hmm. um, and the, I think they've kept the momentum going for season three. Um, we're going to keep the momentum going. We're going to continue podcasting. Mm-hmm. Sometimes yes. we'll do ones about Riverdale. Yep. Sometimes we're just going to do ones about Charlotte. And we're going to get weird. We're going to get weird. So <laughs> if you like us just rambling about nonsense, then you're in luck because we are certainly going to do it. Oh, There's wait, one. I see somebody. Oh, Annie. No, Annie, she's... come here. <laughs> You're on camera. This is Annie. You're on camera now. She works. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. I didn't put it up. I didn't put it up. There we are. Hello, this is Annie. She works in sales at WCCB Charlotte CW, and she set this up. So thanks, Annie. Thank you. Thanks. So, um, so we'll continue the podcast and episodes. So you can always make sure to follow WCCB Charlotte CW on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of that stuff. And of course, subscribe, but we're going to get weird. We're going to have fun and yeah. it's going to be great. And thank you to Scott Clark yeah, for thank you to Scott having Clark. us here. Yeah, we were at Scott Clark. We're in this awesome car that we used to, the footage was moving. Um, hey, Carson. He's not listening. Is that camera working? <laughs> no, it's not. Well, it was okay. a good try. So we're going to give you a bird's eye view of Scott Clark Toyota, and we're signing off. And we'll see you soon. Yes. Make sure you subscribe or, or follow us on at JustJustWCCB and um, at Nomi Burton. Yeah. All right. This has been Riverdale Rewind. Bye. Bye.